is Amazon selling dead? Has it died in 2020? So this is very interesting. I think 2020 was probably the point where the most amount of adversity and most amount of obstacles have ever came. Well, I wouldn't say ever, but a lot of obstacles hit with Amazon sellers in 2020. And what I see with most Amazon sellers and just people in general, um, people quit when something hard happens because they have a habit of quitting all the time. You know, maybe they've tried certain things and they just never kind of get there at all. So uh, my name is Bo Crable. In this, you know, video podcast, I want to talk about um, on what to do with Amazon, how to adapt, and if Amazon is actually getting harder or not, and how to adapt to where the money is actually made. Because I'm going to make this very clear as I'm starting this, is there is more sales happening on Amazon today than there was a year ago. And there would have been more without COVID going on. So in a year from now, in two years from now, there's still going to be more sales happening on Amazon, and there's going to be more sales going on. And there's not necessarily more, there may be more, there's definitely more sellers joining every single year on Amazon, but how the numbers work out it's pretty much every single year, like there's more sellers doing more every single year. And it's relatively, there's more business to do. So here's the issue. Amazon sellers are not adapting. And I think here's the thing why. Amazon was pretty much the same from, I would say 2016 until now. Like there wasn't many changes at all from all types of businesses, from practically drop shipping to arbitrage, to wholesale, to private label things were pretty much the same exact model. There was like a couple small tweaks like, okay, in 2017, Amazon opened up where now they delay payments and they have reserves. But from like how the algorithm works on Amazon, from like how sales occur, from like how the buy box works and everything in between, things were relatively the same. So you have this massive group of Amazon sellers who over the last three to four years have been doing the same thing and getting better results. So here's the thing, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So Amazon sellers, it was the same thing. You know, they expect the same result where things go higher. So now they're doing the same thing. They're not, and they're not getting the same result they're used to. They're actually getting a worse result. Things are going down. And it's all because, I'm gonna be very blunt and honest with everyone. It's because things have changed. It's not that Amazon's unfair now. Like there's people making more money on Amazon now. And in the private label space, in the wholesale space, everything in between. So, I mean, if you're concerned and if you like you've kind of lost your money with selling on Amazon, you know, it's probably not because, I mean, I mean, I mean, it honestly is because you know what you're doing, but maybe it's because you learned from somebody who was teaching some strategies that no longer work anymore. And what I would actually recommend for that, just kind of get back in your, in your feet to keep um, getting involved in Amazon is actually starting an Amazon marketing agency. So when I have my Amazon marketing agency, what I love about it is I'm able to test different markets all the time. Um, like there are certain categories and markets that I'm into now that I would never even gotten into, but now I'm learning so many different things about the ins and outs of them. And I can apply that to all my clients and apply it back to my own business. But I'm this, you know, this thing right here, I'm not talking about building an Amazon marketing agency. I'm just talking about how to adapt. So here's a few changes that have became harder. Well, not necessarily hard, it's just that they've changed massively. So yes, the strategies that happened a few years ago are harder now because Amazon said, eh, we don't like that anymore. So in the wholesale space for reselling brands, and this could also be same true for arbitrage. So if you're doing arbitrage or if you're doing wholesale, if you're just reselling things in general, unless it's drop shipping, that's a totally different uh, subject, is Amazon has changed the buy box algorithm. Um, they made one massive change from like July 1st to like July 5th, where practically they're like, oh, whoever has the most amount of ratings 
we're going to give most of the sales to. Then they kind of step back and realize, oh, that actually didn't help. That didn't work. So now it's a combination of a bit. A little bit has to do with like, not just if you have the more ratings, it's more like over the past few months, have you been delivering products to customers? Do you have good ratings over the past few months? Um, are you at the right price? And what Amazon actually did, here's the funny thing, is in the wholesale reselling space, they actually made this adjustment so people stop lowering prices. Amazon has gotten a lot of kickback from brands, from other stores, and actually the government from like being lower on some prices and some brands where they don't like it to be. So they try to like, I mean, this is what I'm assuming. It's not like, oh, I was talking to Amazon reps in an hour that they told me this. No, it's just what I'm seeing, what makes logical sense. And since I, you know, have thousands of unit products I'm selling on Amazon, plus I'm working with a bunch of clients that are selling a bunch of products, I can see pretty quickly is what I, what I'm kind of coming to the conclusion is Amazon wanted to fix the issue of people lowering the price on products. That's it. There's a couple things with counterfeits and things like that, but the main thing that what has been the result of it is less people are lowering prices on Amazon, which is good. That's a huge benefit. So now people don't necessarily need to be the lowest price because what, what it was before is let's say, um, I don't know, let's take, I have this little thing in my hand. It is a SD card adapter. It like plugs into your MacBook Pro because Apple loves to be ridiculous and make different changes to their ports every year. Um, but let's say I want to go sell this product. And let's say this SD card reader had four different sellers on the listing. And let's say one of them was at $29 and three of them were at 28. And one of the ones that were at 28 was selling, let's say used or FBM, right? Let's say FBM in this case. The two that are doing new, doing FBA, selling at 28 are going to get all the sales. Now, what it does is Amazon, based off of IP addresses and zip codes and things like that, and being a little more fair, is they're just going to rotate equally. There will be some sellers who will get more sales, like the ones that are at 28, even doing FBA, are going to get more sales overall. And if one has more ratings, it's going to get a little more sales. But now what's going on is Amazon sellers can now kind of sell more products because before it wasn't an option to it because people keep lowering, lowering prices, but you just, you don't have to be at the exact price. You can be a little higher now. You can be at the same price. You can be a penny above. You can be a dollar above and you're still going to get some sales. So that's the thing that changed in the wholesale space a little bit for private label. And the reason I talk about this is that if you're following me and you want to build an Amazon marketing agency, the tactics for private label is ranking and that's how you get sales. Um, for building an Amazon marketing agency is you need to be able to go help your clients rank. So when I'm talking about an Amazon marketing agency, it's the same, you know, what has changed the skills with it applies to the private label space. The private label space, Amazon changed massively on how products get ranked. What people used to do is people, and Amazon found this out like early on, like, you know, 2016, that people were just giving away a crazy amount of units and that would help them rank. Like whoever had the most amount of view, reviews, it would rank. And over the last few years, private label has definitely changed quite a bit with a lot of different restrictions and reviews and things like that. Um, but the overall model of like how to get ranked number one has stayed the same, which was pretty much about how many products you need to give away. So all the softwares out there, all the, the gurus and private label, the like some of the ones that were actually legit that were getting sales over the last few years, the main strategy was this. You find out how many units are selling and you try to give away those and you get on page one. 
Now it's not the case. Now Amazon's actually putting those people down. That if they if Amazon sees that, let's say, in, in your if you're listening to this, you may be like, okay, but I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, this is how things would work. Let's say you know this Melissa and Doug little bunny right here. If like 100 giveaways needed to happen to be on number one page one, if Amazon if Amazon see that 100 giveaways were given out. And then after that, it doesn't stay there. And if things are either converting less, so it doesn't have to be less sales. It could just be that it's converting less or if it's getting less sales, they're now going to be like, okay, we're putting it to the bottom. I've seen some uh, accounts where Amazon just takes it off. It practices like, okay, now you're done. So, and it's not usually just goes back down to where it's not getting any sales. And the reason why Amazon's doing that is because they just saw so much manipulation going on in their algorithm and they didn't know how to stop it. Because it's like, how do you, stop people from giving away products. Well, you just kind of mess it around. So what I've seen my Amazon marketing agency is we don't go for that. We don't go for the top of the top. We actually go for the middle, almost not even the middle page one. Like if we're on page seven, I'm like, okay, let's do a campaign to get us to page three. And what I've seen, boom, we get shot up. I actually just worked with a client for some really hard keywords. Like it's in the organic space. Um, and literally overnight, we did a small campaign and boom, ranking number one for some of the hardest to get keywords. And we weren't trying to go to the best. So here's the thing is that rule number one, what you should always be doing in e-commerce with marketplaces, because I've, so long story short, I've been selling in marketplaces since the age of 12. It's been over 10 years now since I've like actively been involved with marketplaces. You know, Walmart is a marketplace now. E pretty much Wal Walmart, eBay, Amazon are the core direct consumer e-commerce mark or marketplaces. Like there's Wayfair as well. You know, there's Poshmark, there's Mercari. There's a few other ones out there, but those three ones have their own algorithm. And what I can tell you is that over the years, they have changed quite a bit. Walmart hasn't really changed from the beginning because they're still kind of getting used to it. eBay is like, they change like every six months, but it's still, it's still kind of the same. Whoever's the lowest price, but they eBay is a little lost. Amazon has been the same for a long time, but now recently changed. And I think it's been more about a year from now with that stuff. But if you're in algorithms, you need to always stay up to date on things. So even if you have a really good product now, and let's say you want to go launch a successful product is you just want to, you want to kind of be very standing on your feet and realize, okay, what could go wrong? Like, instead of like, oh man, you know, we, it, this used to work, but it doesn't work anymore. Well, Cause that's the definition of insanity. Like things change. You can't expect the same result doing the same thing over and over and over again. So anyway, what I recommend for everybody here, a couple things you should do. You should make sure to network. I have a Facebook group. Uh, you can see links down below. There's over 14,000 people that are willing to help. Some people may not be willing to help and there may be some scammers in there. If there's a case, like, let me know. I'll boot them out of the group. But we have over 14,000 people in a Facebook group that all is about people that are wanting to sell on Amazon. They're selling on Amazon. I had a person I actually posted in our uh, Facebook group the other day. I had a student who did over a million bucks in a 14 um, month time period. If you, you know, anyway, he's part of my online retail master course. If you want some training on that, click the link down below. Um, you know, if you're listening to this on a podcast, there may be a link, maybe not. Just head to bowcrable.com. But yeah, anyway, Amazon sellers, let me know if you have any questions. To recap this, you need to stay on your feet. And like, I know a few buddies of mine that are just absolutely crushed or used to crush and they're not even today. So it's just the thing that like all these marketplaces, there will be opportunities to succeed, but those opportunities will go away if you do not adapt. So I recommend networking, like staying up to date, 
you know, be in my Facebook group, subscribe to this YouTube channel, um, and try things out. Like I love building my Amazon marketing agency because like I'm able to kind of, I don't, it's kind of a bad term, but I'm like kind of playing in the sandbox a little bit for some of my clients. Now that I'm getting them results and making them a lot of profits. But if like, I see something that doesn't work for one client, I'm like, Oh, we're not going to do that again. And we don't do it for any other ones. Or if we see something that just takes off, like, Hey, boom, let's go do it for everyone else. So it's really important to be a practitioner, um, especially in different markets, because you know, there's some markets, you know, like a good example is how the buy box works for electronics on Amazon is different, how it works for books and video games and home and kitchen. Like there's so many different things. So if you're so used to one category or some one market, it's really going to hurt you and you're going to become not an overall rounded seller, which can be fine. You know, maybe you just crush in one category, but if you're wanting to do new things today, you got to understand that, okay, Amazon 2017 is different than Amazon 2021. So anyway, Amazon sellers, subscribe to this channel and talk soon.